Welcome to Aspen Reads, a podcast interviewing authors and reading snippets of their books to help you decide if it's the book for you. I'm your host, Aspen Bassett, and today I'm here with Kimberly Mullins, author of the new Notebook Mysteries, the first book of which is titled Emma. How are you doing, Kimberly? I'm really good. I appreciate it. I'm excited about the book coming out. I'm really excited about this book, too. I have been following Kimberly for... Um, a while now, (laughs) a few months at least, and hearing all about her book. And I actually was able to read an ARC of it. And I am really, really excited for this book to be released. So Kimberly, can you give us a really quick blurb about what The Notebook Mysteries is about? Yeah, I tend to say it's a Nancy Drew, but with knives set in the 1870s to 80s. I love that. Nancy Drew with knives. Yeah. It's got a little more edge to it than a regular Nancy Drew would. She does have some, you know, kickboxing and she does do uh, her knife work and things like that. So, yeah. Very nice. A kickboxing Nancy Drew. I think that's the perfect combination. (laughs) (laughs) So book one, uh, specifically, it's titled Emma, and this is going to be the, it's going to be a series. How many books are you thinking there will be? You know, I'm thinking 10 or more. Oh, really? Nice. I've got four written now. Nice. Good investment to follow Kimberly Mullins if you like series. So the book, Emma, specifically, what's that book about? Emma is basically, she's uh, growing up. She's uh, starting out kind of early in the first chapter. She's quite young at uh, about five or six. And then when the book really takes off, she's 16. And you're seeing her kind of develop, move forward in both her personal life and her family and just kind of trying to figure out who she is. Nice. I like that. So what do you love about this book the most? Well, I got to say, I her tenacity my main character she just keeps pushing forward you know she just she's a woman in a man's world given it's the 1800s and she doesn't really care (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) I love like those really tenacious active characters you know the ones that their choices move the plot along I feel like that makes all the difference in whether I personally enjoy a book yeah Uh, yeah those me too honestly yeah <laughs> They're the best. So, do you have a favorite character? What's funny is you would think the main character would be, but I've got another character that I won't disclose because I've honestly tried to kill him off like four times. Oh, no. <laughs> he just won't die. He keeps reoccurring. And I'm just like, I, I tell my husband, he's my beta reader, he's my alpha reader. Nice. I, I tell my husband all the time, and I'm like, I've, I've told him that character was supposed to die. Well, what's he doing in the book? <laughs> I don't know. He just keeps coming back. He just keeps coming back. Yeah. I don't know. He, he won't die. I can't kill him off. <laughs> no. And he just, he keeps coming back and I find a, a whole new story for him. So, but yeah, Emma nice. of course is my favorite, but this one, he's just, he's one of these characters that keeps coming at me. Nice. I like those characters. They usually um, end up being the ones that the readers like the most too. Hmm. It just because there's just something about them, you know, they refuse oh, yeah. to, yeah. That's stubbornness that really comes through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So did you always see the story as a book or did you originally see it as like a movie, TV show or comic in your head? 
I think um, book was always the way I, we went, but we always tease about the Netflix series. I mean, who doesn't, right? Right. Because it would be fun and we'd <laughs> see it on TV. And, uh, but yeah, stuff like that would be quite fun. But no, I mean, no aspirations outside the book right now. I'm just trying to first book to be published. So it's all yeah. kind of exciting and new. That's so exciting. It, there's something about the first book being published. I know, yeah. I know. And I can personally attest, um, Kimberly Mullins has done the research and the plot and she knows what she's doing. So I'm very, very excited for, for Emma to come out, um, officially. (laughs) I know officially, right? Exactly. So can you give us a behind the scenes look of writing in this book? Uh, what was it like for you writing it? Well, what's funny is the first book, uh, because I've never done that before, the first book took almost a year because, you know, just generating that amount of words. Right. It's, it's crazy hard, right? Mm-hmm. So then you find out, oh, it's, the books aren't 50,000 words. There's 70 to 80,000 words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, how am I going to come up with so much words? So the first book was quite hard to write. It was because I didn't world building and setting everything up and just figuring out how to do it. The second, third, and fourth books, man, they went fast. They were two months each. Nice. Something just clicked. Just, yeah, because yeah. I, I already knew the characters. I already knew where I lived with the characters. So they went they went fast. Nice. I really like that. Um, how many words is your book? Is it about 75 or? It's about, I think the first one's about 74, 75. Okay. Nice. Yeah, about 75. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I'm looking at it in vellum right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you plot out the book beforehand or did you just kind of, I don't, what they call like garden writing it? Oh, I know. It's a pantser or a plotter, right? Right. I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hoping to develop more into a plotter later, but it, uh, given historical, I did do some build world building ahead of time, uh, getting to know the uh, time period. The clothes were a big thing for me to figure out what they were wearing, where they were working, mm-hmm. the roads, you know, things like this, uh, just kind of figuring that stuff out. But for the most part, once I had that idea, I was a pantser. I just, I always know my first 50 pages. I could write those in my sleep. And then after that, I have to really step back and say, okay, what is this book about? Right. Yes. <laughs> I really, yeah, that's almost exactly how I do it too, where it's just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to write and it come, what comes will come. And if I want to get this published later, I will. And then oh, about, yeah. yeah, about like 20,000 words into it. I'm like, oh no, I'm very emotionally invested. I need to figure out what's going on now. <laughs> well, that's uh, my current work, uh, work in progress. I have had four endings for that book so far. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Because I could see all of them happening. So right Mm -hmm. now I'm just kind of, I finished the first draft. So I'm trying to figure out what the end is. I'm not quite sure yet. Oh, well, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Four is a lot to go between, especially when they all are workable. It's honestly, it's crazy. This particular book is, is still historical. So I still had the basis of it. Nice. And you do research for these books, right? Oh yeah. With the, with this book, I did I did read, read, read everything I could. And then with the current book, I've had to buy different books from different authors on the history of the time. Nice. That's really, I feel like too, the research makes all the difference. You know, you can tell when somebody took that extra second to figure out what was 
um, factual for that time period. <laughs> oh yeah, because mm -hmm. what's funny is some expressions I would use, I would check in the um, to make sure they were going on during that time. And what's funny is I tricked up my husband a few times because he was like, uh, -uh they didn't say that, and he would check it, and they did. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> some of this stuff has been around such a long time, and we had no idea even names. He'll he'll say, "Was that name around then?" I'm like, uh, "That was in the Bible." <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that is awesome so here's the next question for you why read this book what will audiences get out of it I think it's fun um, I've had a few people tell me now that it's it's not uh, deep or meaningful or anything, but it's it's like a popcorn book I think it's it's quite fun if you want to sit down and have a really good time it's not going to take you a long time to read it because I think it goes quickly. I wrote it rather like a uh, episodic show where mm -hmm. you have different things going on all the time. Nice. Yeah. Lots of the side characters have, care have plots as well. And there's a lot going on. And it, I, I really, I like, I love those types of books. You know, the, the Nancy Drews, the Hardy Boys, um, Trixie Belden, um, you know, and then you grow up and you get like the misfortune series or something where they just like, it can go on and on and on and in these little episodic uh, novels and they just, you just eat them all up, you know, like, oh, popcorn. that's what I love. Yeah. I know that's what I do too. And that's, that's the mm -hmm. thing that attracted me to this one is that I wanted it to flow fast and furious. And I just wanted to have a good time with it since it was my first one. Nice. Yeah. And I think that really shows too. And that's, one of the biggest reasons why I pick a book, you know, I really turn to uh, stories and books for escapism and mm -hmm. just like, I want to just be safe and I don't want to be taken on an emotional roller coaster right now. I, <laughs> I know, want, right? I want the hero <laughs> to just figure out a mystery. Yes. <laughs> I know sometimes that's what you want, right? Mm -hmm. You don't always want to cure all of life's evils in a book. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to feel like, sometimes I don't want to pick up the book and feel the pain of the world, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I just, just want a fun book. And I do like last year was really, really like rough emotionally, but I still ended up reading like close to 40 books, but they were all um, these what are they kind of cozy mystery books where oh I love know, cozy mysteries yes, yes. yes and I feel like these you know like Nancy Drews and the Hardy Boys they're they're cozy mysteries for a younger audience and this one's probably more like what it, what's your target audience for this well I uh, had some issues with that we went back and forth on it quite a bit but because she starts at 16 we, we're putting it definitely in YA it's definitely young adult mm -hmm. and, uh, it the the people will grow with her because the books are going to progress her age. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have her like stuck in a year. She's going to actually grow and change with each book. So I think that's something to look forward to as well is that it will get, it's going to keep the same type of flow, but she is going to get older and deal with a little more, you know, adult themes after a while. Nice. Interesting. I like that. So you got a little bit of both in there. So I like it. Well, do you have a snippet of Emma to share with the audience? I do. Let me move it. Nice. This reading is brought to you by Fables Ground Coffee. What's a better combination than books and coffee? Over at Fable Grounds Coffee, you can find delicious, fresh roasted coffee themed around your favorite books. 
From Lord of the Rings to Red Rising, there is something for everyone. So head on over to fablegroundscoffee.com and use Thank You 10 to save 10% off your first purchase. Waiting in front of the house was the handsome cab Papa had called. He helped Emma in and climbed in uh, next to her. It pulled away and they made good time to the Pinkerton offices. He had dropped them off a few blocks from there so they could talk ahead of the meeting. Emma, when we go in, Cole will be there. Just tell him your story. Do you have your notebook? Yes, Papa, right here, she said, patting her jacket pocket. As they passed the alley, Emma hung back a few steps behind her Papa. Suddenly a hand grabbed her and pulled her in. Her first reaction to the assault was to pull her knife out of her hat. Her assailant, who was at least a foot taller than she did not expect to be defending against a knife. Before he knew what had happened, she pinned him against the wall, the long knife under his chin. The assailant was a tall, skinny kid, just a bit older than Emma. You grabbed me. Why did you grab me, you villain? She shouted. He smiled, a crooked smile. Tried not to move his head as he answered. You're a bit of a villain yourself. He nodded carefully at the knife stuck in his neck. Why are you smiling? She asked gruffly. Oh, not removing the knife, still ready to defend herself. Papa had not realized Emma was not with him and doubled back. She expected him to jump in angrily. Instead, he leaned one shoulder against the brick wall of the alley and directed a question at the assailant, completely ignoring Emma's knife. So you're learning the business. He didn't wait for an answer and said to Emma. This is Cole's son, Jeremy Tilden. Jeremy wiggled his fingers at Emma with a slight smile, keeping his head still. Emma backed off slowly. She removed her knife from his neck and replaced it in her hat, allowing Jeremy to straighten up. I was just testing you to see if you could defend yourself, he said, as he grinned at her and offered her his elbow. Uh-huh, she said as she looked at him and then at her father's and slipped her arm into Jeremy's. The trio headed to the large gray building on the corner. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. When did you get the knife scene in? <laughs> you gotta get the knife scene in there <laughs> gotta get the knife scene for sure for sure a knife scene and a crooked smile it's a good combination i like it there you go <laughs> if you want to read more of emma and the notebook mysteries you can purchase it on amazon it'll be available both as a physical copy and kindle i believe right uh, we're doing both Amazon. I'm going wide, so you can get it at Amazon, Apple okay. Books, uh, Google Play, um, at Barnes & Noble, and Kobo. Nice. So you can purchase it wherever you purchase your books, which is awesome. I love that. I will also be doing a, a giveaway at my Instagram account at, at Aspen Bassett, and she will be giving away one free physical copy to a lucky winner who enters the giveaway. So make sure you log on to Instagram and make sure that you're following me at Aspen Bassett so you can get the latest updates on the giveaways. And thank you so much, Kim, for coming on. Thank you for listening, everybody. It has been awesome talking to you. You too. I had an amazing time. <laughs> Talk to you next time. You Bye, too. Bye, lovelies.